What is up? Howie Spangler here. I thought I'd go live um, for the Tales from the Green Room episode number 137. Uh, I'm in Nebraska. I'm in a hotel in Omaha. Turn off these uh, notifications. We don't need all that. What's up, Jessica? So, yeah, I'm just sitting here. I gotta leave here in like 45 minutes or so. Well, like an hour. It's kind of gonna take my time to get to Carney today because I don't have I have to be there till late. It's like two and a half hours away. So I'm gonna probably find a place, get some lunch, get some coffee, and slowly make my way listening to podcasts and audiobooks along the way. <laughs> Eric, what's going on? What up, Mariah? Michael, I am excited. Do I not look excited? I'm just, I'm just a little tired. That's all. So, I'm all showered up and clean. I'm spinning in this chair. It's pretty cool. Um, what's up, Sandra? So, had a good time last night. It was a uh, Played, a, played a, um, an acoustic set at um, the waiting room in Omaha, and we used, we've been going there for years with the band. Um, just been, uh, you know, playing the rock show out there on like a random Wednesday or Sunday night because Nebraska tends, I imagine, they tend to get all like the the shows during the week because it's right in the middle of the country, you know. And like the big thing to do is you want to be in Arizona and California on a weekend, you know, or Colorado on a weekend. So I think people just kind of, you know, throw throw Nebraska in there. But don't sleep on Nebraska because they fucking party here. Um, I had a good time last night. It was it was cool. It was different being, uh, you know, being acoustic. And you know I've been doing like the parties and stuff the last. Well, I guess back in the fall, I did all those parties, did about three months of those. But like doing it at a, like a venue that we normally, you know, do the rock show in. It was strange, but I don't know. I just, I kind of felt right at home. I went on a few minutes after eight. And, uh, what's up, Pappy? Um, a few minutes after eight last night and walked on with beer and I was like, what's up, everybody? How's it going? And everybody was stoked. And I played for, I ended up, I, I did, I played for two hours. I didn't know I was going to play for two hours. I thought I was going to be maybe like an hour and a half. I had like 24 songs on the set list. So, um, I felt like, I was like, are people getting sick of this yet? Like, should I stop? <laughs> but it was, uh, it was cool. Um, so I came up with this idea. This is, so any artist out there, you know, because I feel like we have to, you know, well, I know that we have to adapt to, to stay alive. That's, that's just how nature works, right? Uh, an, extinction, an extinction event or seemingly what, what a, a potential extinction event uh, happens. And the, the ones that know, to, know how to adapt survive, right? So... It's kind of the same idea that we've been applying to 
uh, the pandemic stuff. And uh, yeah, Jeremiah, 24 songs. It was, it was, it was a big one. It was a good one. Um, we've been applying that to, to the pandemic, like, you know, and I was talking to the, the venue owner last night, actually, about this. Um, he bought up, he brought up, uh, he brought up bands like Tropodelic and, you know, Bumpin' Uglies and some others, uh, along with us that he, you know, he said Tropodelic went and had a great show there the other night that was sold out. Um, and that was exciting for like a Wednesday night. And it just, to me, that's, that's uh, a band like Tropodelic. Those guys work really hard. So um, they didn't stop, you know, when the, when the pandemic happened, those guys immediately did a live stream within the first week, I think, of everything being shut down. And, uh, you know, they were on it and they've stayed on it and it shows. So that's what I try to tell like artists, like, like, yo, you need to, you need to be live streaming. You need to be, uh, engaging your audience. Sorry, I'm not making noise. That was random shit here. Um, engaging your audience. And it's like, first off, don't you love what you do? Like, don't, didn't you do this because you started doing this because you love it? You know, it's like, if someone takes away something you love, you know, you, you're going to do what you, you can, whatever you need to do to get it back. Right. And that's how I feel about music and performing. Um, side note, I, you know, I played, I don't want to go. I've been, I've been playing, I don't want to go in like all these sets, you know, because it's a, it's a popular Ballyhoo song and I love it. It's fun. Uh, but it's crazy because I, when I wrote that song, I wrote that song in August of 2017. And that was the first song I wrote after, um, after my dad died. And it was, this was eight months later and I hadn't really written anything, or at least I don't remember writing anything. It was very, you know, blurry time. Uh, I just didn't feel like doing it. You know, I didn't feel like working. I didn't feel like writing and going on tour and you know uh that that song it was like it was like i'm just done with it i'm done like i i want to take a break like a long indefinite break i don't want to do shit uh i don't want to leave my house i don't want to go to the merch table you know and talk to the drunk guy you know for 20 minutes asking me the same question spit in my face you know it was, a, there was a lot of just like, we'd been on tour for a long time at that point. So, you know, that it, it's, it's hard to be on the road, especially if you're, you're an independent artist and, you know, just trying to stay alive out there. So that's where that song came from. But I put it in like a fun, you know, I always tend to do that. I put like a dark kind of message or vibe, uh, to like an upbeat style song, like, it's to me that's that's a great dynamic, you know. Um, yeah, Pappy, I love that. My wife always looks at me on, <laughs> you know, I drink too much part. <laughs> yeah, I know. I tend to, I do that too. I I, I look at the crowd. I kind of look at the crowd like, yeah, yeah. When that line comes up, um, so my my point was that like when I wrote that song, I was I was just over it at that point, you know. Um, but it was also it was you know the song that made me say, okay, this is it right here. This is the direction. This is where we need to go. Um, and we, we wrote the detonate album 
And so if you guys have heard that, you know that it's very, uh, it's very straightforward, high energy, um, you know, no apologies. And, uh, you know, after the, after the girls record, it came out a year and a half after the girls record. And, you know, the girls, it's two different sounds, you know, um, but we needed to make that record and needed to come out. So, uh, I'm starting to get off the, the track here, but so when I sing, I don't want to go now, it's kind of weird. And I kind of feel like I shouldn't play it because it's like now some, you know, this thing, this pandemic, this, this virus, whatever has taken away the thing that I love, you know, which is touring and, you know, playing shows and performing and all that. Like it's taken that away from me. So, you know, it's one thing for you to, for you to make the decision to say, you know, okay, I'm done with this or, or the, or the opposite. Like I'm going to do this, but for someone else or some other outside force, some external force to take it away from you, then you're like, whoa, whoa, you know? Um, and part of that, I think, is comes from, you know, it's, it's a mental thing. It's like, uh, it's like, well, I wasn't ready for this. This is not what I wanted, you know. But then it's also like, it's kind of like the, uh, it's like the, like the, I don't know, the, the guy that has a crush on a girl, but, and she knows it, but then the guy starts getting hip to it and realizes it's not going to happen. So he starts talking to another girl and that girl gets jealous because all of a sudden the attention is gone. It's kind of, it's, it's some weird psychology like that, I think, or maybe it isn't. Let me know. Um, so yeah, Jeremiah, exactly. Now I want to go, I want to do it, you know? So, so that was the whole, the whole point of this was for, for, for me to, uh, to get out and just play, you know, wherever possible. And, uh, what's up, Bobby? to play wherever possible and just make it happen and, and just sort of, you know, so that's why, that's why you're seeing like artists do the live streams and, um, you know, like the, the merch drops have been insane, um, over the last year. It has been a year. It's weird to reflect on that. It's weird to reflect on the fact that it's been a year since, you know, we were actually on the road, you know, like our last, so we, we did one love and that first show with iration and ayatera in bakersfield and the reese brothers and we didn't know that we were starting what would be our last tour like it was you just never know it's super weird um but now things are starting to there's like glimmers of hope everywhere i'm seeing it you know, I'm like, I'm seeing like a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of bands, you know, playing more and a lot of, uh, a lot of venues are getting, you know, hip to it and they're, they're setting up the tabled shows and, uh, you know, spaced out or whatever. But, uh, it's been good to see that, you know, like we all know that everybody's hurting, you know, so, um, I just, uh, we're trying to create, you know, those experiences and the revenue streams, keep that going, you know, in, in a time, you know, you, you have to find a way there. The, that's kind of what I'm saying here is you have to find a way no matter what, 
And, and the ones who do, the ones who learn, they, the ones who adapt, figured out, they're the ones that are going to survive. What's up, Tim? Um, so that's been great. So, so last night I, I did this show. I played for two hours and everybody really enjoyed it. And um, I came out, I, I took a, went backstage for a few minutes and grabbed another beer and walked out there. Had my, I just stayed masked up the whole time. Uh, but yeah, just talking to people and it was weird and I wasn't sure if I was going to go to the merch. Well, there was no merch, but, uh, that's what we call it. I was, I was going to go out in the crowd and, and, you know, talk to anyone, but, uh, everybody's, it's, it's funny. Like everybody sits at a table, they're wearing a mask, but then when they would stand up to talk to me or take a picture with me, they throw their mask on. So I thought that was nice. Um, and yeah, it was it just shows that like it's it's we're capable we're capable man like you don't have to be an asshole you just you can just wear the mask and have a good time and there were definitely a few times where i was i had the mask on and i was like i was like yeah that's cool whatever like that and i went to take a drink and it happened like three times and the people i was talking to all laughed <laughs> they all laughed at me it's just a reflex but you know but it's it's very simple just take the mask down take a sip you know so bruce Jackie, Meg. Yeah, Meg, thank you so much. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I'm glad you made it out last night. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I, um, it was it was it's also I, I made a weekend out of it because I was gonna uh, I put it out there back in January that I, that I was gonna be picking up uh, private acoustic shows again, and um, so I got a request to go out to Kearney, Nebraska. I was like, well, shit, I might as well, you know, fly into Omaha and make a weekend out of it. So that was cool. I was trying to get another one, but it didn't work out. So just the two shows this weekend. So I got, I got one more tonight. Go to Kearney. Uh, Kearney, sorry. I keep wanting to call it Kearney or Kearney because that's how it's spelled. But apparently it's Kearney. Um, so I'm going to do that tonight. But yeah, it was it was it was good. I'm hoping to, for the same kind of vibe tonight, you know? It's a later show, though, so I don't know what's going to happen. I need to take a nap. I'm old now. Bruce, see you Wednesday, man. Yeah, Atlantic City. So me and my brother, Donald, we're going to be in Atlantic City on Wednesday. We're going to be doing a show. Uh, same thing. I think uh, Ill Rendition is playing uh, P-Funk North. So it's going to be a fun one. Nice little Wednesday night. <laughs> I think we play at 10 as well. Jeremiah, thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Like, you know, it's like, I'll go live. I don't know if anybody's gonna, gonna tune in, but you know, everyone that does, I'm very thankful and appreciative. Um, you know, just, that's the thing as a, as a performer, as an artist or whatever, as a brand, as a creator, you need to create, you need to just get on and, and talk and do stuff and make some content. Um, yeah, so uh, I think I started to say something about this earlier, but I got off track. Um, so I had this idea because, you know, everything's tabled and it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I was flying. I don't have any crew with me. I don't have, 
you know, I was like, I'm not going to sell merch. I'm just, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if anybody was going to be up and about. I didn't know if anybody was going to get kicked out right away, you know, just being, you know, the times, what they are. So I decided it might be kind of cool to come up with some sort of uh, like sheet. It's like some one, a one sheet that basically looks like a pamphlet, you know, or a catalog picture, like page or something that is promoting my merch and the online store. And so like, I don't know, I just designed this, this, this cool little page with some merch items on it and my, my, my name, my logo and all that. And, uh, some palm trees, you know, for vibe and printed it. I printed out like 40 of them and I brought them with me and laid them out on the tables. And, uh, it, it worked all right. It, it wasn't, I, I didn't sell a ton of merch, uh, but I did sell a few things. People, I, people went on and, uh, I was getting orders on my phone. So I thought that was really cool. I think there's something to that. Um, that might be something that bands might want to look into, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to keep trying and see, see what the results are. I mean, you know, there's nothing like having merch at the show and seeing it and holding it and, and, you know, putting it up to you, making sure it fits, um, conversing with your, your awesome merch person, um, you know, things like that. And then leaving the show with something. I totally get that, you know, but like, as, as I was saying, as you know, the times being what they are, you know, this is, this is what I had to work with. So that's, that, that's another example of just trying to learn how to adapt and make it all work, you know, and get back to some sort of normalcy. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. So I'm gonna try it again tonight. See how it goes. Sandra, do you know the venue we're playing in Philly? Um, so that whole slew of cities that we released uh, a couple weeks ago is because of the it's it's the reservation system. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, you can go to ballyhurocks.com and you can look. Um, basically, we put up like 81 cities that we're gonna be we plan to just take over uh, in the fall, going into 2022, and we've pushed it off that late because you know it's things are still kind of not clear what's going to happen. I I think we're going to do some shows in the summer, but it's not specifically related to that. We're just going to do some shows wherever we can get them this summer. But I think that by fall that things are going to be pretty, you know, back to normal in a sense, like 85, 90%. Um, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, but it just, from what I'm seeing, you know, the way people react and the way people, I see people want to get out to shows and with vaccinations rolling out, you sort of put it together in your head. You're like, well, I mean, a lot of people are going to be vaccinated by the fall and this thing could be really squashed. So I feel like we're going to be back to doing shows. So uh, we, this is a long winded answer. I'm sorry. We will start announcing uh, venues and dates. Probably I'd say was it's March right now. So probably May you know, May or June, I'd say, because we, we just have to watch, you know, like we don't want to make any commitments. Um, and, but as soon as we see that, that things are looking good, we're, we're most likely going to start, uh, locking up 
the dates and the venues. And so the other thing too about about the the reservation system, uh, which I thought was great, like it's it's like a win win. It's it's like the perfect platform uh, system for for what's happening right now. So like if the show doesn't happen because you know for whatever reason COVID's still here. Um, you can just cancel, you know, or we'll, we'll just cancel the show. We, we won't do the shows, and no one gets charged, and, you know, there's no, no, you know, I'm having to worry about trying to get a refund and stuff like that. So that's a good thing. Um, and the other thing, too, is is if, if we do, when we do lock in the date and the city, and the, I'm sorry, and the, and the venue, if you decide that you can't, you know, you can't, that doesn't work with your plans. You can't make it, or maybe you don't even like the venue or something. We try to play venues that everybody likes, but, um, then you can just cancel, you know? Um, so that, this is just a new way to, to, to do this. Great question. I was eating a cheesesteak. Well, nice Patrick. Hell yeah. I want a cheesesteak, dude. I had a burrito last night from burrito envy. It's right there. It's right across the street from, uh, from the waiting room in downtown Omaha. And, so good it's like hot and like it's one of the ones they, they put on the grill so like it's like kind of toasted together so good um <laughs> but uh yeah i so I, we're excited for that but uh like i said we're, we're gonna keep watching and then seeing uh what things look like over the next couple months um yeah so tonight I head to Kearney, Nebraska, and I'm just going to listen to podcasts and audiobooks, and I'm going to find like a place to chill, maybe get a late lunch, and uh, or early dinner, whatever, and I got a bunch of stuff to work on. I got a bunch of music to work on, so I'll probably be doing that. John, can't wait to see you. Until then, merch and streaming. My kids will probably know the lyrics. Nice. They know the lyrics to every song. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. I, 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 love, when, uh, <laughs> I love when parents get the kids involved uh, and just push the music on the kids. I think that's great. Um, and you have these little fans. Um, I, when I was six years old, I was in love with Motley Crue and Rat and Poison, you know, all my dad's music. Um, going to concerts and stuff. So yeah, I, the, the, the pandemic, um, the pandemic playbook has just been to, um, keep making cool merch and doing streams, releasing music and just staying in the conversation, you know, staying, uh, staying alive and, you know, keeping the, whatever sort of momentum we were building a year ago, somehow keep that going, you know? And that's what the crazy thing too, is like, we were, ah, man, it's so weird. It sucks to think about this. We were like, everything was ramping. Everything was like, like 2020 was looking so good, you know? And like, oh, good. And like the, the money and the ticket sales and things, things were just going up. And we were really feeling like we were about to level up, you know? <laughs> it's like go figure you know so Sandra yeah yeah thank you sorry for the long-winded answer but yes we will be in Philly and hopefully I don't know I imagine Philly would be something like 
maybe the TLA or uh, World, World Cafe or something. Those are cool venues. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, so we're going to be announcing a bunch of stuff next week. Um, so get excited. New music, live stream. Patrick, Hard Rock. Yeah, dude, the Hard Rock. We haven't played the Hard Rock in years in Philly. Um, let's see, what else is happening? I, uh, I'm going to Colorado in May. Um, I think I'm doing a private party in North Carolina in May. Oh, April. Brandon Hardesty and myself. Uh, we're doing Ohio and Pennsylvania. And like the shows are just like sold out already already. It's excuse me, it's nuts. Um, I think we still I think we uh I'm sorry I got indigestion. I had a burrito last night. Uh, I think we all the shows aren't sold out, but like Cleveland and Columbus, I think are done. I don't know. You should go look if you if you're trying to go, but uh, we're definitely going to be doing some more stuff together as well. It's obvious that people want us to be together and play tunes. Tim, yeah, man. Yep, we got we got some new stuff happening. It's been great. Like I was thinking about this yesterday, like. Like, we haven't had anything to talk about. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, my whole approach to this is, like, I want it to be, I want to always have something to talk about. I always want to, I want the band to be in the conversation and not forgotten, right? And, like, and what, what, however that is, in the form of new music, uh, new stream, something you know podcast whatever um so but we haven't released a song since august uh with i'll be okay so that's a long time you know and now i feel like like we're starting to everything's starting to like we're, we're gonna ramp up to like a record and you know so there's gonna be a lot of singles coming out this year there's a lot of stuff coming out that that we're doing um that I can't wait for you guys to see what it is, but yeah, a lot of a lot of singles. Um, there's a special project we're working on uh, that I can't talk about yet. I can't wait to talk about it. It's gonna be really cool. It's coming together uh, really well, and uh, I just thought it was a cool idea that our manager had. Um, but more on that. But there's just so much stuff. There's so much cool stuff coming out this year. So yeah. Max, am I gonna mix the Callisto song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna do uh, Callisto. So we went up to uh, James's house. Brandon and I went up to James's house, and we, um, he and I, and James and his brother Rob, we we wrote. I think we did. How many songs? I think we did eight songs. I think we I think we wrote eight songs, and some of them was like I, I think. A couple of them were ideas. Like one of the songs was something that I wrote in like 2004, and we just never used it. So, um, and then Brandon had had some cool ideas, and 
don't know. It was fun. It was like it's a it's it's an interesting project because it's sort of it's sort of all over the place. Uh, but we were thinking like we should make this like really '90s, like should, like do something. I don't know. Make just a like, '90s rock. Um, so I don't know. But it's more than that. It's just a lot going on. So we're definitely gonna have some, that stuff going out. I have. Uh, I'm doing like the the first rock band on Mars stuff. Um, so I got to finish that project up this month, and I'm finishing up the Autic Empire mixes. Um, I have some other stuff coming that I need to work on, but yeah. But as far as like Ballyhoo, man, there's there's a lot of lot of cool stuff happening. I'm excited for. Uh, Can't Hang is an awesome band. I love Can't Hang. They were like my favorite local band. I mean, and they weren't even like, not even local, just like one of my favorite bands because they were, they were just so awesome, but they were just having to be from Baltimore. Um, yeah, Can't Hang's sick, man. I, I, would, I wish they'd put out some new, some new music. Ben, thanks for coming out last night, man. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. Nice little two-hour show. I didn't know it was going to be two hours, I was saying earlier. <laughs> but it was cool. Um... Yeah, so I guess that's it, man. I just wanted to come on and say thanks to everybody that came out last night, and I'm looking forward to tonight, uh, finishing up my weekend here in Nebraska. And um, I'm excited to just be back out on the road and and playing some shows. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be at a... I don't know how to pronounce it. Bur... 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 It's in Atlantic City. Look it up. So on Wednesday the 17th, St. Patty's Day, um, my brother and I. Uh, and then, so the April 30th, we're going to be at the Ram's Head on stage in Annapolis. And the first show is sold out, and we have the second show on sale as well. So grab those tickets at uh, HowieSpangler.com. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, I appreciate everybody, and... You know, thanks for for tuning in once again. Uh, this has been episode number one thirty seven of Tales from the Green Room podcast. If you love to support the podcast, <clears throat> hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Smash the like button. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and uh, you can also uh, support the podcast by going to talesfromthegreenroom.com and hitting support this podcast, and it'll give you an option to to do a, like a monthly uh, monthly subscription. Um, it all helps. I'm just trying to make it better. Obviously, I dre- I'm in a hotel room. I dressed it up the best I could with my uh, my software here. But uh, anyway, I just appreciate you guys all the time. So I hope the quality is good. I can't tell how this sounds. But anyway, guys, take care of yourselves. Uh, I got to get some work done before I get out of here. And uh, yeah, peace. <laughs>